All right, here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your tribal hostess, Paulette Reese-Denis here for another delicious, inspired episode, bringing you innovators of um, business, creators, art, fabulousness from around the globe. And I'm so happy today to bring you a very special friend. Jill Parker is here with us. And Jill and I go back, oh my God, I was trying to figure out how many years. I think almost 30 years. It's got to be 30 years. It's got to be more than that. Something like that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> anyway, welcome, Jill. Thank you. Thanks Yay. for having me. <laughs> so happy. So happy. I haven't seen you for... And then I was trying to figure that out. When's the last time I saw you? It was 2015. It was the last Tribal Fest. It was, yeah. When we actually got to perform together. I know. So Another special. first time in 25 years or 30 years. Yep. Oh, good. Wow. Isn't it crazy how it seems like yesterday? It does. Yeah, it does. But what we've gone through since then. A lot. A lot. A lot of greatness and a lot of... Hard, hard stuff, and, and that's part of what this, um, this series is about. It's about the heart. It's about following your passion, about living your dream, but it's also about the obstacles and the hustle and what you do to get there and what you overcome to become who you are today, and I think that's so beautiful, and it's such a great thing to share with our audience. Um, you know, sometimes it looks so easy. And people don't know the back scene of what has happened and what has gone on. And you and I are both very, very public figures. Mm -hmm. And I probably share a whole lot more than you do. <laughs> I tend to be a little private. <laughs> Which is totally awesome. But why don't you, why don't you go ahead and kind of tell, tell our people about yourself? Ah, well, um, I know you through belly dance mm -hmm. and we started together in fat chance belly dance in the very early years uh, when that was founding 87 something like that yeah. <laughs> we were babies. yeah um i always felt a really special relationship with you because you were like an older sister to me in dance and you know really a huge inspiration um and a mentor uh so that was a really beautiful relationship and years down the road i departed from fat chance belly dance as you had prior to me um and uh spent some time trying to figure out how to be in my teacher's backyard without stepping on her toes and teaching her same material and performing her same material in her costume so as I evolved as a dancer and also let more and more of my own influences come into my dance, um, I found my own separate voice and mm -hmm. look and uh, way of being in this belly dance world. And I just am very, very, I'm very aware of how fortunate I am to be in that lineage and have had that as a launching pad pre-internet. So mm -hmm. when the internet right. happened, like you, I was already in the scene and one of the innovators and um, it was just an amazing launching pad and 
I feel really fortunate, like right place, right time. Not saying that either you or myself didn't do the work in order to sustain the career, but uh, I feel like I'm really lucky. And here I am decades later, still doing this work and really loving it. Yeah. So I just, I, I think that fortunate is a great word. And I think luck has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I think I we're where we supposed, we're supposed to be. Absolutely. And you worked to be where you are and you are the innovator of tribal belly dance fusion. And I mean, you are the creator and, and you had a vision, whether you knew it would sustain you for this long. I had no idea that I would be doing this now that from back then. Right. Oh, there is one of your friends. That's Junkyard. Hello, darling. <laughs> he's lying, so he's going to take over the whole screen. He okay. <laughs> so, and I have, I have Princessa and Gracie at both knees here. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Love the names. Yeah. Um, and oh, goodness. Oh, my God. It's Portland and their son. I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> wow. We um, might have to shut that. Uh, but... But do you know what I mean? I, you know, I just, fortunate is, is great. Um, but I don't believe in luck. I believe you've worked to where you have gotten. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I definitely know I have done the work yeah. to show up and rise to the occasion. Um, and I do hear there's, there's a part of me that really understands where you're coming from, that there, there is no luck. I get that. Like, we're where we are meant to be. Yeah. And I, I forget that sometimes. And what a beautiful, what a beautiful road you've traveled. Oh, thank you. And I know it's been up and down, as it always is, especially for creatives and entrepreneurs and, you know, solopreneurs, if you want to call us that. Sometimes we're solo and sometimes we have a lot of support, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and, and you can always just stop me and say, no, no, that's not where I am, but... <laughs> I'm not lumping you into my story, uh, but it's it's been a freaking amazing journey. I really have to shut that, so I'm gonna okay. give me two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and talk. <laughs> or not? <laughs> wow, is that better? Yeah. It's been raining all day here in delicious Portland. All right. That, yeah, that's better. Okay. Thanks friends. Did you get a nice view of my butt as I got up? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what else? Tell me what else about you? Well, um, right now, uh, is an exciting time for me in my career. Um, I am launching something that's been a very long time in the making, mm. which is a certification program. Um, and it's being done with a lot of heart and a lot of intention, mm -hmm. um, helping people to grow not just in their dance, but in some other deep ways as well, and giving people a structure to um, take that growth forward and become a more whole dancer and more intentional dancer and um, develop practices that will help guide that along mm. and help uh, 
I guess, a self-guided way. Um, mm -hmm. And as I see it right now, it will likely be a three-part uh, certification program with testing out and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, the final phase will culminate in a teacher tra training. Um, I think if, if I'm being really honest about uh, my focus in this dance and my gift, I think, is the teaching aspect and mm -hmm. the community and a space for uh, people to really express not only artistically, but uh, do some personal healing and uh, personal growth. So um, I feel super excited to launch the last phase, the third phase, it could be four because it's still in development, where I'm helping to guide people through the process of becoming a teacher and a teacher who really is a generous kind of teacher mm. who's really trying to grow the next generation. Yeah, that's fantastic. I know I've, I've actually been doing that for many years and it is so rewarding. Yeah. So profound. Yeah. Being a part of that journey for someone is an amazing, amazing thing. And then watch them grow. Yep. You know, Absolutely. not only, not only with your creation, but their interpretation, but also, I mean, I love, you know, part of what I do as a dancer and a teacher and a life coach is help women develop their vision. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't want them to have my vision. I want them to have their vision. Sure. Uh, but what I have, what I give them is a tool, right? So you're giving them tools. You're giving them launch pads. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But also what you found out, and I think that's so important, what you've learned and what you've experienced and the, the wrongs and the rights, what works, what doesn't work, mm -hmm. you know, how to be successful at what you're doing. I think that's really important. So it's not just teaching them the art, but teaching them the way i mean a way yeah something that is uh hopefully anchored in their life and in their personal experience in a pretty deep way yeah not just uh appealing to the ego or the getting ahead mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. um, being more clear about their personal intentions and how this can apply to their growth yeah cool Congratulations. Ah, thank you. And it's called? Alchemy. Alchemy. Yes. I love it. I love it. Craft and sorcery of belly dance. Mm. Talk to me about the sorcery. Um, I think that uh, certainly when you and I began, I'm, tr I'm trying to hold this torch of, uh, I feel like we grew up with this feeling of sisterhood and dancing around the campfire kind of feeling, mm -hmm. maybe not literally, but metaphorically and sometimes actually, mm -hmm. but it was, um, I felt initiated into something really mm -hmm. powerful mm -hmm. and really special. And I felt like I found something that was just magic. And I want to impart that mm -hmm. I'm getting emotional because it's not all about becoming the new hit dancer. Right. And I, I feel like there can be so much more. It can be such a deeper experience. And I want to, I want to, I don't know if I'm hitting that mark, but my intention is to carry that torch forward. Well, and I so agree with you. Um, I mean, we definitely had something so magical and so special. And I don't even think we knew what it was at that time. We didn't. You know, and that's something that I developed over the years for myself and my, 
the gypsy caravan way and lifestyle and the magic because I do believe in magic. I believe in everyday magic and I believe that this connection is magic. And we had a connection and we did not even know what it was. I know, it was so special. It was so powerful. And look at what we've done. Look at everybody we were with. Yeah. Everybody we were with in that initial phase has grown and gone on to be powerhouses in the world. I know, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, and, um, you know, it's the, one of the main things that I really try to imp impart within the, the student training and the teacher training is the joy of the dance first and foremost. Mm -hmm. It's that connection with self and then with each other. Yeah. Staying in touch with that. Yeah. yeah I get it. So good. So I need to take your program. You what? I need to take your program. Okay. That would be awesome. <laughs> it is really awesome. I love it. And I love the branches that I've been able to develop from that. Um, as I just continue the journey myself, never ending, never ending, right? Always creating. And, you know, I'm creating for me and I know that you create for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, then how do you pass that on? Mm -hmm. How do you share that? Mm-hmm. And it, it's a skill. It's definitely a skill. Not everyone is meant to be a teacher. Not everyone is meant to be a performer. Mm -hmm. Everyone can be a dancer. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter. At that point, it's all about the joy and that connection. Um, I get so pissed. And you may differ with me on this. I get so pissed off when I see d teachers getting their students up performing after two or three classes or two or three weeks or two or three months or whatever. Um, and it's like, but do you understand the joy of the dance? Do you feel it in your body before you can give it to someone else, before you can be an entertainer, before you can put it on a stage? Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I do believe that everyone can be a dancer. Um, and people come to this for so many different reasons, not always to be a performer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a stress outlet in their lives. Um, sometimes it's for the social aspect or attraction to all the adornment and beautiful mm. textiles and jewelry. Um, so I, and you know, for a host of other reasons, but I, I feel there's a place for everyone. Mm -hmm. and, um, and to not push people into things that they don't want for themselves um, or assume that what they're there for is the performing. And I, I feel this way. I feel like if you're having a student show and it's clear that that's what it is to give people a chance to learn how to perform, mm -hmm. that's an appropriate venue for students. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you get to the level where it's festivals and it's um, nightclubs and theaters, and people's weddings, um, I think it should be held to a different standard because at that point, you're, you're calling yourself a professional dancer. You're probably making money. Um, and that's where I think I'd like to see less student. Um, so mm -hmm. we're in agreement about that. I think there are appropriate venues for students. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. if, if that's what your path is calling for you to do. 
uh, and, and, and great for teachers to supply that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But what are you saying? She's very talkative right now. Hello, this is Princessa. Oh, cute. Yes, I know. She's got part Siamese, so she's very talkative. <laughs> um, okay, so what I want to know, Jill, yeah. what's been hard for you? Hmm. Well, as you know, this is not a career that is a huge money maker. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, I have had to just stay the course mm-hmm. and keep my eye on the prize um, to know and trust that I can figure out, even if it's not always clear, how I'm going to keep it all afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had to sacrifice some things in order to choose this life but honestly I wouldn't change a thing um you know as I said it's not the most lucrative and it's sometimes a little scary piecing it together and I've managed to somehow conjure up that trust and it does it has always worked out um and I've figured out ways to be smarter down the line uh and learn how to make this make a more comfortable living that's less scary but even now it still has times where i'm like whoa there it is it's still going to come up from time to time um so that's one thing i think navigating the personal relationships in groups has Mm -hmm. at times been challenging Mm -hmm. Um, i'm a lot more clear about what i want and knowing what i want i'm able to attract that and that has been an amazing growth point for me, um, but it has caused pain in the past. And I feel like every step along the way, I grew a little more and got more clear about what matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm able to attract it, which is a great feeling. Those are two that come to mind. Do what? Those are the two main that come to mind. I'm sure there are others. So why do you think you're able to attract it? I think having a clear vision of what you want yeah. is the way you're able to attract it. And then two, I feel like the people who've come because they resonate with that vision um, create a self-sustaining culture. So it's only others that resonate with it that want to be there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it becomes a larger force when it's multiple people resonating with a common idea and feeling and mission um within the art form so that makes sense yeah and so how do you project that Hmm. i think just staying the course and knowing what i'm about Mm -hmm. and what matter like what my values are and how i want to be in the world Mm -hmm. and what i feel connected to versus what i don't and uh you know, we talked about some of that, the, the carrying the torch forward of real magic and sorcery and sisterhood and feeling initiated into something very special mm-hmm. and going beyond wanting to be in the ego, but really wanting to give a gift to audiences. Um, I really try to get my ego so far out of the way through um, meditation before I go on stage where it's not about me even. It's mm-hmm. about channeling something much greater than me and tapping into something that is at, 
I mean, either giving people something to contemplate with art or at its uh, highest level, maybe some healing, mm -hmm. um, maybe challenging some ideas about our culture's obsession with youth and beauty. And oh, wow, that's well, that's a whole nother right? <laughs> 20 hour topic. Right? Yeah. So, uh, showing people um, some things that might be in their face about gender, um, about people can be all different ages, sizes, mm -hmm. ethnicities. Um, they can be introverts or extroverts. They can be all the ways that people are. And um, that in itself can be beautiful. Yeah. So, I forgot the question. I'm on a different tangent. <laughs> it's all right. It's all, good. it's all good. <laughs> so, all right. So, you know, we were talking about some obstacles, but following your vision and what's been hard for you, but how do you sustain yourself? Um, I think for me, it's important to remain a student. Mm. Um, keep tapping into deeper layers of things that are not, that still are a mystery to me. I feel like this dance form has a very deep well of information behind it. Mm -hmm. And as long as I keep growing as an artist and as a human, um, then I'm able to keep this fresh and alive for myself and put that forward to my students. And studying with peers and friends and studying with mentors who have way more experience than me and even really different kinds of experience within mm -hmm. the form, whether that be Egyptian or folkloric or um, any of the number of things, uh, rhythm uh, that you can be studying. Mm -hmm. So good. Absolutely. I think that's essential as any artist, uh, but to continue the growth and the expansion. Mm -hmm. And that's exciting. I mean, that's inspiring and exciting. And I learn so much all the time from so many different aspects of my life. And not even just the dance world, you know, the music world and the dog world and the building a house world and, <laughs> you know, the traveling world. And, yeah. and you're, on the, you're on the road a lot these days, aren't you? Yeah. Um, it's a little slower right now. I feel like the industry has slowed down a bit. Um, but I still have work and I'm really thankful for that. Um, yeah, I do, excuse me, I do travel quite a bit, uh, like you. <laughs> and I've actually cut way back. Have you? Way back, way, 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 way back. <laughs> um, because it was getting to be a lot, uh, and it was beautiful, and it was fantastic. Uh, but as a, a as a aging dancer, it became harder. And yeah. I've had a few more injuries, and I had a back issue this year, and um, you know, it's essential to take care of yourself. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things I preach about all the time is self-care and self-compassion and self-love and having a daily, a daily self-care practice mm -hmm. um, that may or may not relate directly to the dance, but to self yeah. so that I can go out in the world and do my best. That resonates because I feel like we are the instrument that we're expressing our art with. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, how can we take care of others? Oh, and, and, that, and that's so painful sometimes to see other dancers or students who, who abuse isn't the right word, but don't, or, or they take their body for granted or, you know, without passing judgment, it's like, how do I, 
teach someone to take care of themselves when they just find themselves to be oh, I see now I can open in a whole nother can of worms here um, when someone's like yeah I'm okay mm -hmm. I, I don't love my body but I want to dance mm -hmm. um, well how how are you going to love your body how are you going to use your body as a tool yeah don't love your body out on some level uh, yeah. so so what do you do with that how do you teach that I don't know how to answer that but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and bring it full circle here <laughs> uh, when I came to the dance I had tremendous insecurity and body image issues um, also I had debilitating uh, social anxiety and the dance form was so powerful for me that I decided I had to get the hell over it. And so it became a real tool for healing, even though that's not what I set out to do. And I think knowing that that was my personal experience and I was unraveling that thread by thread over time, um, I feel like I'm just kind of poised in the right position to connect with people. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can identify it when people walk in the room. And it's not that I am doing anything, but I think I open a space with uh, compassion, as you were saying earlier, that allows people to work through that at their own pace. Nice. Uh, awareness is just part of it. Oh, total. Yeah. Um, oh, she's, she's busy talking again. So sorry about that, Contessa. Um, He's like, body image, I'm awesome. <laughs> My old cat. Um, so what do you do for yourself? What do you do like on a personal basis, like every day? Do you have a self-care ritual? When you were talking about it, and I do. Um, I do a few things to kind of care for the physical instrument. And I do a lot of uh, self-reflection and sometimes journaling. So in the realm of physical, um, I do quite a few things like I will stop up the tub, um, and put Epsom salts and essential oils in it when mm. I'm showering, um, just to kind of rejuvenate and give back to my body. Nice. I take a lot of supportive herbs and supplements and I eat extremely healthily. Um, I like to get outside every day and get fun. Mm -hmm. Um, my dogs really help with that. It, it uh, reinforces uh, something that I don't know that I would always be as motivated to do for myself, but because I love them, it's this dual duty kind of thing. I get some and I get this precious time with them. Mm. Um, so I'm all about that too. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, right? Really good stuff. Being in nature is, is really healing. Um, so those are some of the physical things. Also, uh, no, once a week or so, I'll massage my feet with some coconut oil and essential oils before bed. It helps me sleep better. And I feel like it's, you know, we use our feet constantly. Mm. And I just started thinking about how important they are to me for my dancing. If they're not right, you can feel it. Your balance isn't there. Um, they're so easy to injure and they take so long to heal. And so I do a lot of just uh, proactive uh, preventative care on the feet. Um, and I use a lot of CBD oils for various injuries or stress points. Um, 
I almost wonder at this point if I might have repetitive stress injury in my hip. Um, so yeah, I do a bit of yoga and Pilates and all of the preventative things. Nice. So cross training yeah. is, is ultra important, especially when, when you work as hard as you do. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I hear that repetitive stress stuff, <laughs> yeah. which is why cross training is so important. Yeah. We, use it. we use our bodies hard. And when you work as often as we do and teach as many classes as we've taught, um, and again, I'm lumping you with me, but I know you work a lot. <laughs> we both do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's of the utmost importance. And, yeah. you know, and things wear down. And you're you're still you're still younger than me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm at the age, Paulette, where I am feeling the wear and tear on my body. Yeah. And things that I could take for granted that my body just could do, it's yeah. not the same anymore. Right. I have to really do extra work yeah. to make sure I can do those things. And I have to honor what is truly going on at this phase of my life. I can't just pretend yeah. that things aren't different. They are. Yeah, and I'm so glad to hear you say that because I think it's really important, especially as we take our dance even further. And now, you know, like I said, I've been um, certifying teachers for, I don't know, the last 15 years or something, but, and now I have master teachers and I see that you're growing into that type of program because someone needs to carry your torch, mm -hmm. you know, and how beautiful and how amazing is that? And, and the same with me is like, I want, I want to pass this on with grace and integrity and dignity because I can't do all the stuff I used to do and I don't want to do all the stuff I used to do. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really important too. As any artist, we grow and evolve and change and shift. Uh, and yet what we've created is of, I mean, it has to continue. Yeah. Um, I remember very distinctly, Carolina talking about, well, I may not be able to do the deeper back bend that you can do, uh, but the depth of my belly work after doing it as long as I have is very subtle and nuanced. And just kind of knowing the differences, like your dance evolves, you can gain a great deal of subtleness and, and nuance that you can't have as a younger dancer. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, your physicality changes. Um, so some things are not there as much. Um, it is an interesting thing. I remember so much Carolina saying that kind of stuff, yeah. understanding it, but certainly not having that personal experience. And mm -hmm. I can say now I do. Right. Do you, do you resonate with that? Oh, totally. Um, and, and I mean, I feel it. it. It's the same thing. It's just, but I want to, I want to honor my, my crone, my cronehood. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm 61 now. Wow. That's I know. You look amazing. I am amazing. <laughs> I was trying to figure out our age difference this morning. Yeah. 61. So what, are you 51? Are you 10 years younger than me? Uh, nope. I'm 48. You're 48. Yeah. You were just a baby. I was a baby. baby. Um, but, but again, I think it's really important and I want to honor where I am. You're right. 
I want to honor my body. I think it's really important that younger women have older women role models. Absolutely. I don't want to be, I don't want to be 48. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be 55. I'm 61. I freaking love it. Yep. I, you know, I quit dyeing my hair. I have gray hair. I love it. I worked really hard for this. <laughs> you know, I, um, and that's not a judgment on anybody else's hair dyeing, but <laughs> um, I, I think it's really important. And I want to dance as a 61 year old. Yeah. But I have, I have an eternal spirit. Does that make sense? It does. And there is that kind of eternal spirit within the dance. But I also think the dance honors every phase of life. Agreed. You know, I've stayed in contact with Aisha Ali and I continue to study with her. She's Wow. I haven't seen her forever. She's amazing. Please tell and her hello for me. Nuance and subtlety. You know, I mean, she doesn't miss a beat. It doesn't matter if she doesn't have as much physical prowess. Mm -hmm. She just has that rhythm in her on such a deep level. It's still conveying. It's powerful. Yeah. We need more of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as we both grow into that, to remember that and to honor that and yeah. be able to share the the message and share the joy and share the connection mm -hmm. and instill that passion in the next generation or the next generation or the next generation, mm -hmm. right? Because it, it can't die. What you created can't die. Yeah. I hope we can always keep it alive. Yeah. yeah. So Any other thoughts or words or wisdom you would like to impart to our beautiful friends out here? No pressure. <laughs> I don't think I have anything particularly profound to say. I feel like we covered a lot of ground in our talk and it feels really organic. So I'm hesitate, hesitant to try to come up with something on the spot. I hope that's okay with you. It's totally fine. <laughs> so great. So great. Um, well, thank you for taking the time to be with me today. Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you. Us. And so nice to stay connected with you, Jill. I think that's so... It's really meaningful for me. So heartfelt. And I just remember us outside at Tribal Fest three years ago, whenever that was, crying and hugging. Yeah. And, it's and, making me cry right now. I know. I know. Right. And it was really special. And, and just to see how you've evolved is so beautiful and inspiring. And that's my sister. As yeah. my cool dancing sister and carrying your torch with beauty and integrity and commitment and discipline and passion and fire. <laughs> the feelings are so mutual. Um, I feel like we'll forever, I'm feeling really emotional. I feel like we'll forever be connected through those early experiences and um, just a beautiful mentorship from you. So yeah. actually, I, I want to say thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh. So friends out there in heart and hustle land, thank you for tuning into this episode of visionary healers, movers, and shakers with one of the greatest dancers of our time, Jill Parker. And I'm Paulette Reese-Denis, your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, and your passion instigator. And loving, loving bringing all this 
wildness and inspiration and goodness to you um, so that we may all grow and expand and share and be inspired and inspire each other and stay connected. <laughs> all right. And so we meet again, friends. Thank you so much.